This is the biggest boss in the game, Rick Ross, and this is Five Questions, and you're listening with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions Podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is rapper and entrepreneur, Rick Ross. Rick's breakout single, Hustlin', back in 2006, made him an international sensation overnight. Today, he's the founder of the Maybach Music Group, has 10 albums that have made the Billboard 200 list, and received four Grammy Award nominations. Rick's new book is called The Perfect Day to Boss Up, which we discuss in this podcast episode. Rick, welcome to Five Questions. Let's make this happen, baby. What were some of your early childhood experiences that helped you learn how to be a businessman and eventually launch successful ventures? Just roaming through my neighborhood, roaming through my community, seeing what successful people had going on. You know, the people with the nicest yards, the pedicured and then manicured and different levels. And I just remember saying, wow, they work for themselves. You know, they own a lawn service or whatever it is. But I just saw people that really work for themselves. Just seemed like they was living a little better where I'm from. Yeah, I'm sure that was great inspiration too. And you could see the it difference was. between people who work from themselves and who didn't and the results that they achieved visually in front of you in, in that environment showed you what was possible. During the grind of building your brand and career, what was your daily motivation that helped you persevere despite all the obstacles? Growing up in Miami, it's, it's not a gray area. You either was extremely wealthy or you had nothing. So I would joyride and that was all the inspiration I needed because I knew it was real. Anything you could imagine or fathom was right there in the city. It was just all about getting to it now. So let's get to it. And I just remained inspired and I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't quit for nothing. And it's every day too, as you know, as anyone looking to build a brand of business, it's not like you get seven months off and you're going to continue to be able to grow that business. Like it is daily grind in and out, in and out. And over time, all those little wins, all those hours that you put in build up. And what are some of your boss commandments that people can implement in their own lives? It's so many, it's so many. And the cool thing about this book is we actually put it together really like in 90 days after the pandemic began, because I found myself sitting around doing stuff I've never done in the last 15 years. We canceled tours, we canceled club dates, we canceled everything we had going on. And I just found myself being asked a lot of questions and they were the same questions by thousands of people every morning on my platform. Rose, how you lose weight? Did you do it naturally? You did it naturally. How did you keep it off? And the most important question, how did you put yourself in a position to become so wealthy? I just go back to it, man. You got to do it one day at a time. The most valuable that you will ever be in control of is time. And there will come a time when we all need or want more time and you won't have it. So let's take advantage of it every day, every morning. Let's wake up and do something positive. Let's call five people that we haven't called in a little while. Let's reach out to some other potential business partners that can help us elevate whatever it is we have going on. As a boss, we can't be afraid to say, I need help. That's the biggest mistake you can make is not saying I need help. We don't know everything. And especially in your business, it is all about the relationships, the collaborations, you know, producing albums, getting the word out. Like you need to build this massive community because it takes so much effort to get new music out there. 
Uh, but it's more doable than ever before. But breaking through is obviously a big challenge because there's so many artists trying to make it now. And that is the long journey that you've been on is you've had to go through so much. Now, what I find really fascinating is you were talking about over the past year while you were writing this book and kind of recalibrating your life during COVID, you cut your own grass instead of paying someone else to do it. And you flew commercial instead of private. Why did you choose these activities, even though you don't have to do them? For one, I'm thinking long-term. And when I say rich forever, I mean that. We, we need to put ourselves in a position where we have the opportunity that can affect the, our lives and for the rest of our lives. When I look at the, this estate, this is a $25 million estate that a boxer, you know, formerly owned, and he was making $35 million a night and over his career accumulated over $550 million in it went into foreclosure. So how do we avoid this? Oh, from my understanding, he had 17 people maintaining, you know, close to 300 acres. Now it's close to 400 acres. And I maintain the bulk of it with my buddies. You know, they handle the mulch, they handle the edging, they handle the weeds. And I bought a nice size John Deere tractor and I cut the grass. So I'm thinking long-term, you know what I mean? And hopefully we'll get some others to think this way as well. And you see a lot of people, especially like athletes that make so much money. They didn't grow up with a lot of money. They make a lot of money and then they lose it. It's like the people who win the lottery and then lose it all, right? Because it's not just about the money as you know it's about the mindset of how you how you kind of live your life build your rich life and invest and save without a doubt in me flying commercial it goes back to the mindset still being comfortable with walking through the airport and people rose i need a picture or rose can i ask you about this how'd you do this how'd you become a franchisee how'd you do this and i'm still comfortable with that i'm not too big for that i don't think i ever be too big for that if i'm flying private it's because i had to go to three different cities in one day but other than that, I'm, I'm comfortable with that 2AC. And you remember how you got here, right? It's the fans supported your rise. Without them, you wouldn't be here. I think that's a really admirable thing to do, like committing to constantly give back and make sure you recognize that you're where you are because there was so many people that had to go see you in concert, buy your music. Like there's so much that has to happen. There's so many people that's involved at that level to be able to rise and build that platform. And what's your best piece of career advice? So my best piece of career advice is make sure you're always the hardest worker in the room. You can never let no one in the room be recognized or acknowledged as the hardest worker because you're losing and you're losing. If that's the case, you're losing much worse than you can fathom. If I'm not the smartest person in the room, I will be acknowledged as being the hardest worker. I will stay the latest. I will get there before everybody. And if I can, I'll bring you a chicken egg cheese biscuit straight up and down. But I have to make sure I elevate myself. And that's the only way you make it to this level or continue to go. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Rick. To follow his journey, you can read his book, The Perfect Data Boss Up, and find him on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where he shares his inspiration, life updates, music videos, and live appearances. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Shaw Bell. And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes.